You're listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast, episode 19. Welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast. For anyone who wants to build and grow a career in IT, develop and improve your strengths and skills, be inspired and motivated by the successes of others, manage your career progression, and achieve your IT career goals. And now, your host, Phil Burgess. Hi, Phil here, and welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast, where I chat with inspiring IT professionals, consultants, and experts every week. To find out more about the podcast, visit itcareerenergizer.com. And now let's chat with today's featured guest, Paul Raymond. Paul is a seasoned IT professional, having worked in the IT industry for more than 20 years. Paul is currently a Senior Project Manager for Wilson Legal Solutions, who provide independent advice and consultancy to law firms in partnership with IT solution providers in the legal sector. So Paul, can you expand on that brief bio and tell us a little bit more about yourself? Yeah, sure. Um, so early on, I started off nothing to do with the IT industry whatsoever. Um, my dad was a plumber and I used to help him uh, um, doing his plumbing and heating jobs. Uh, and it wasn't something he had his own business, not wasn't something I really wanted to go into. Uh, but I ended up at, at college studying furniture production because um, I was I was quite good at that, that side of things. Um, but I really enjoyed the design element of that, uh, and that led me on to a, a sort of an initial career in, um, in, in the design software uh, sphere. Yeah. Um, and I ended up working for a, a firm that, that sold, they were, the, they were the largest UK reseller of, of AutoCAD, which is a computer-aided design piece of software. Um, and so from there, I ended up doing uh, support on the support lines, learned a lot about that particular product and other products around. Um, and then I went on to do training and found that I had a quite a good flair for that I did that for about seven or eight years um, and it was very difficult to get out of that because I was I found I was quite a good people person I could deal with a room of people quite well uh, as well as having that sort of technical background and knowledge so that that was a real use for me when I was I was younger uh, and then that led on to consultancy and ev- eventually project management and um, that was where really I, I sort of gravitated towards and uh, you know about five or six years ago I decided that you know that that whole industry I'd I'd had a lot of involvement with uh, document management which surrounds the the CAD industry as well because obviously there's the relationships between the the documents that are produced by CAD systems can be quite complex and also computer-aided facilities management which is a lot of the time dealing with you know um, architectural drawings of floor plates or where furniture is placed and so on so it's always a CAD link there um, and the software around that so I got a lot of experience in implementing those systems and yeah just decided I needed a new challenge five or six years ago and jumped completely uh, feet first into the legal industry, which is why now I'm working for uh, Wilson Legal Solutions after a, a short time with, with Adderant, who are uh, one of the leading software uh, sellers uh, or, or houses, if you like, uh, that sell PMS systems uh, for, for legal, uh, legal firms. So, yes, that's how I ended up in project management. <laughs> right. Okay. Can you share with us a unique career tip that the IT career managers the audience need to know and probably don't? Um, a, a unique career tip. So I think I think mainly it's just that there are 
there are no, no there are no quick fixes. So I think hard work is is the key to anything, and particularly if you're in a, in a career. Uh, uh, not only that, but to work hard, you, you need the other side of the of the balance, which I think is motivation. Um, people are highly motivated, and, and therefore they 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 find working hard quite easy. I'm sure you've heard stories of people that are there, you know, eight, nine, ten o'clock at night, and they're still working and almost like workaholics. But I think a lot of that is to do with that people just enjoy that what they're doing, and I I've been guilty of that on on occasion. Um, some of it is is obviously wanting to do a, a good job, you know, so having a good work ethic, uh, and the other side is just you've got that motivation to spend that much time because you just enjoy what you're doing. So I think that if if there's one sort of unique career tip, it's it's work hard and and enjoy what you're doing, and that will motivate you to do to do what you need to do, you know, and so persevere because as you go. Over over time, you get more experience, and that will increase uh, your your sort of, um, if you like, the the, the motivation and, and the the working hard. It gives you a lot more experience over time, and that will increase both your your pay and, and your knowledge, you know, and your enjoyment in that job as well. And I've I've found that over my career. Yeah, I think you make a good point about motivation. I think also part of that is to do with passion, and whether you have enough yes. passion and drive in what you're doing to enable that motivation to surface. Absolutely. I mean, there has to be an amount of that. And, um, you know, if you're, if you're in a career or a job that you really don't enjoy and it's a real drudge to go to work every day, then I think you need to think hard about what, what, what does, you know, motivate you and what, what can you work at. I mean, it's interesting. When I started off in furniture, um, I thought I, was, I enjoyed it, I enjoyed doing it, but trying to do it as a job, it, there was no enjoyment for me in that and yeah. I, it didn't, just didn't work. And so I had to change tack and I just felt lucky that I got into a career I enjoyed, which was IT. So, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Can you tell us about your worst IT career moment and what you learned from that experience? Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, I think luckily I've not had any real catastrophic failures. <laughs> um, and, you know, you do hear some scare stories, you know, uh, but I think, I guess, from a, a, a small perspective or something that stuck with me for a while and a, and a sort of a shock moment uh, is, is about just a, just an email. I, once I was, it was very late on a Friday, I was working for a, a fairly sizable, uh, it was in legal as well, a fairly sizable legal project and I was implementing the legal system and uh, I, I sent an email uh, and it, I, I thought I'd sent it to someone in my firm. <laughs> uh, it was. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't a very positive email. Let's put it that way. It, it wasn't really, really derogatory, but it wasn't positive, and it wasn't as professional as I'd liked it to have been. And unfortunately, I did a, a, a reply or reply all, and didn't take some people out of that email. Oh. Uh, and it went to an, a, a finance director of the firm that we was actually implementing this, the the finance or the um, legal system for. Uh, and it was, uh, you know, I, I, I went cold and I, I immediately phoned the, the, the guy in question and apologised profusely, you know, and he was really gracious about it and said, we've all done it. <laughs> yeah. and, and so I, I think the lesson learned out of that is just, you know, don't deal in negativity. And, and now, not just in emails, but, but overall, you know, if, if you're always act professionally, if you're going to be sending any emails particularly or text messages or even, you know, IMs, 
just just always be professional and and don't deal in negativity. I think that that's that's the one lesson I've learned from that, and I've I've never done it since. I've never been caught out since, you know, on that. And even in conversations with people, even if you think that you know there's no no one listening, you know, it, it's just not the right way to go, and it's not a professional thing to do. So I think that's that's a good tip. Yeah. yeah. So so moving on from your worst moment, can you share with us an IT career highlight or a greatest success? Um, yeah, so I think uh, well, that was probably when I did join um, uh, Adderant for the for the first time after coming away from the design industry, not knowing anything about legal whatsoever, not having an accounting background, which is seems to be sort of a prerequisite for for a lot of that, yeah. especially with the finance system. And um, I, I was uh, I started to after a couple of months, they put me on a on a large project, um, and I started to manage that. And then another one came on board, so I, I was managing two fairly sizable projects um, in the UK uh, for two sort of major, you know, top 20 legal law firms. And uh, it was over a two-year period and we, we managed to, and it was, a, it was obviously a team effort, you know, this was a big team effort. And it was great to be part of that team. And we, what we ended up doing was delivering both of those projects at the same time or within a month of one another was right. the go-lives. Um, and at the same time, there was another quite sizable uh, go-live that was being managed by another project manager. And I think it was unprecedented at the time that we had delivered three large go-lives over a three-month period. So for me, that was a real – it was justification that I'd made the right choice. Um, I I'd, I'd, was still a project manager, but I'd changed industries. And it was scary to do so, but I think it was ultimately the right decision for me. So that was a, a highlight, I think, at that point, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Um, what one thing excites you about the future of a career in IT? Um, I think it's just the, the sheer speed and complexity of IT these days and, and, you know, things that are changing. It seems like almost on a daily basis, you know, I've, I've always been a, a sort of a bit of a sci-fi fan and a technology fan. You know, I think you've got to be excited about that type of stuff to, to be in this industry. Um, and, you know, things like big data or, you know, AI, uh, um, I think the interfaces between you know, humans themselves and technology is looking really exciting um, and enabling for a lot of people. Um, quantum computing as well, I think that's really exciting. And, you know, the exponential growth in, in sort of the power of, of computing and what it can do. It's obviously very scary at the same time, you know. Um, but, um, yeah, that excites me. And I think that there are so many avenues in IT now, you know, from robotics to AI to, to sort of data mining and all, all of that area. Um, I just think it's it's an amazing uh, and a real growth industry, you know, and one of the reasons why I moved into that when I when I was younger, you know, I, I think I've been lucky at the age I am uh, to to have been born, you know, when when IT and computing has really sort of taken off. So, yeah. uh, but yes, definitely, it's it's just the the complexity and the speed of things that change and and how it can change lives. Yeah, great. So it's now time for the reveal round. So, Paul, what first attracted you to a career in IT? Um, well, I guess, I guess, as I just said, I think that when I was I was younger, um, I I remember having a uh, the first computer I ever got was a, a thing called a Vic Twenty. I don't know if you remember those. <laughs> I do. It was, yes, it was the the younger brother, if you like, to the BBC Model B. And um, around that time, you had obviously the, the Sinclair PCs and you had like the BBC B, uh, PCs. And uh, I remember having Commodore Pets at school. And, you know, it always really interested me. And, you know, having 
uh, buying one of those and then becoming so readily available for sort of households. You know, it was uh, something I was always interested in as a youngster. So it's interesting that I went via furniture and then back into to IT again. Um, but um, that was really what attracted me to it, I think, just getting into computers when I was younger and the, the fact that making a career out of it, it, it I, I knew it was a growth industry and I just happened to be the right age at the right time. So, yeah. so uh, just the enjoyment of using a, a computer, really, and I still get that buzz now. I still like switching on my laptop every day and, and the applications that are in there and, use, and using them for, for, for some benefit. You know, that's, that's what I enjoy. Yeah. Um, what's the best career advice you've ever received? Um, I don't think there are any real sort of specific gems uh, that I've had. I think it's just a culmination of a lot of lessons learned and, and watching how other people work and, you know, uh, the, the good and the bad ways of doing things over the years. But uh, I think really, from again, from my father, who was a, a self-employed plumber, I think I learned work ethic. You yeah. know, that, that was a key. And I think working hard, as I said previously, I think is very, very important, no matter what you do, not just in, in IT. Um, but I guess, I guess that, in terms of career advice, it wasn't explicit like that. But um, you know, I, I learned that work ethic from from lots of different things and from watching lots of different people and knowing that the people that work the hardest and were the highest motivated for the right reasons are the are the people that always seem to ultimately to get on for the right reasons. And I yes. think that's that's important. You know. Yeah. Yeah. If you were to begin your IT career again right now, what would you do? Ah, yes. Well, it's, it's, things have changed so much. I Indeed, think, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and they change on a daily basis. But I, I don't know. I think something like robotics or AI, I'd love to get involved or to, to be young enough to be involved in that uh, and to sort of go on that journey, you know, with, with that particular uh, avenue in IT. I think that that's a really exciting and fascinating subject. And again, as a sci-fi fan, <laughs> I'd love yes. to understand that at a bit more of a technical level than, than you know, what you see on, on the TV or the films. But And I've got a little bit of an understanding of it and do understand the sort of reality of some of that. And it's just such a, a great part of IT that can really enable and, and help people in their lives. So I think that it's going to be great over the next 20 or 30 years to see how that, that progresses. So, yeah, I think maybe robotics or something, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. I think there's been such a change over the last few years as well. Yes. Uh, we've certainly moved in, in a certain direction towards digital and big data and all these things. Indeed. And, and I think cyber security is going to be a big thing over the next couple of years, And given what we've seen this, this year in, alone. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. And I think that, uh, I mean, uh, someone that I would suggest that you, if, if anybody out there wants to read, is uh, Ray Kurtzville. He's like the head of um, innovation, I think, or technology for Google. Yeah. And he's amazing. I, I saw him at a keynote speech once at a legal tech uh, conference and was absolutely enthralled for about an hour and a half when he did his keynote speech and uh, an amazing guy. So if anybody out there w watch some TED Talks with him, he, he's really, really interesting guy to watch. Um what career objectives are you focusing on right now? Uh, well, I think I'm a sort of at that point now where I, I've done project management for a while. Um, I sort of understand a, a number of, of, uh, of, of areas, if you like, in business, not just in, in project management and particularly yeah. in IT. And so I think I'm, I'm moving more. I'd like to move more into an executive sort of role, um, using my experience and skills, I guess, just to, that I've developed along the way, just to help. You know, drive a successful business. I, I think that's where I see my 
my path going um that there's there's nothing specific in that but that's the general area that i'm sort of you know hoping to to move towards you know and but but doing it in the right way i'd i'd like to be able to make decisions in a firm that that are for the right you know reasons for a positive and, and more ethical approach you know i i i i dislike um you know that the in some cases, you, you do come across some executives that um, it, it's the position that's all important and not what yes. they can do with that position. And um, that's not me at all. I'd like to do it in a, a very ethical and positive way to, you know, and it sounds a, a cliche, but to empower those people that are within that business to sort of do the best that they can as well. I think that's ultimately the goal. If I, if I could retire knowing I've done that, I'd be a happy person, I think. Yeah. Okay. What's the number one non-technical skill that has helped you in your career to date? Um, well, I've always I've always enjoyed working with people, and I think that's because I'm quite empathetic. Um, and I know that on one of the other podcasts, that was a, a sort of a, something that's come up. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's a common theme, maybe. Um, I know communication is the other one as well, but I, I think empathy. For me, uh, empathy, being able to understand, you know, from a different perspective, maybe a client perspective, you know, like oh, in, in an old school way, you know, like I know people say like, the client is always right, but sometimes if you can follow that, it, it does really help you out and it, and it helps you to, um, you know, understand what the client wants and be able to empathise with them and therefore be able to deliver exactly what they need rather than just coming from it from your own perspective. And I think that's really, really helped me out, uh, you know, in a number of, on a number of occasions in, in my career. So empathy, I guess, is the one main one, yes, yeah. Can you share a parting piece of advice with the IT career energizer audience? Um, I guess... Uh, well, actually, I can quote Kipling on this one. Okay. <laughs> and I think the, the one, my one favourite line of that poem, or two lines, is if you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just the same, I think that's a great bit of advice because, you know, it doesn't matter if you've had a massive success literally the day or the week before. Um, you get to the next project and you have to start all over again. And you, you have to just treat, you know, the, the failures that you, you have with positivity and learn from them and also the successes um, you have to understand what went right and why it went right, but you have to treat them, you know, e- evenly. You know, don't get too happy when you've had a, a really great. Uh, you know, obviously, celebrate it, you know, but obviously on the same on the same side, don't get too down when when you've had what you appear or what appears to be a failure, uh, because there's always a, a learning exercise throughout that, and you'll only ever get better from that experience. So it's, it's never ever a, a total disaster. Yeah. yeah. And finally, can you tell us the best way that we can find out more about you or connect with you? Uh, I think LinkedIn is, is the standard way these days, so I'm on LinkedIn, uh, yep. but also, um, you know, with uh, Wilson Legal, the, the firm I now work for, so uh, that's www.wilsonlegalsol.com. Um, you can uh, uh, have a look at the website, and there's always ways to contact us, and you can get hold of me through that website as well, so uh, yeah, there's the two main ways. Great. Thanks, Paul. It's been great having you on the IT Career Energizer podcast today. It's been a pleasure, and thank, thanks for inviting me, Phil. It's been, it's been good fun. Well, I hope you enjoyed this week's great interview with Paul Raymond. Full show notes can be found on the website at itcareerenergizer.com slash e19. And while you're at the website, you can download your free copy of 11 top career tips for IT professionals, many of which have been previously discussed on the show. In next week's episode, I'll be talking with Laurence Bradford, the creator of Learn to Code With Me. If you haven't done so already, please remember to subscribe in iTunes or Stitcher 
to get future episodes automatically downloaded to your device. And if you're enjoying the podcast, I'd really appreciate you leaving a rating and review in iTunes or Stitcher about the show. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.